We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform, the Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same, and love, love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant, Pastor Wali Tejumade. Get ready for a transformation. One of the things that we established last week Sunday was the fact that our careers, our, our, our ideas, our passions, our talent, our giftings, they are not our purpose, but only our vehicles to purpose. They are not our purpose, but only our vehicles to purpose. And I did say to us last Sunday also that the purpose of life is to, number one, to know God and to make God known. The world defines purpose as you finding that thing that you love, that thing that you're naturally gifted at, that thing that you're passionate about. Purpose is way much more than that. Don't limit your life. Don't limit your destiny. Don't think God brought you into this world, that the purpose he had for you when he created you was just for you to be able to bless the trail in your musical gifting, was just the, uh, your ability to be able to, you know, become so famous in your soccer, with your soccer skills, that your, his, 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 his purpose for your life is going to be your ability to be able to cook so well as a chef. Your life is way much more than that. Your life is way more more than your talent, than your careers, than your gifting. Hallelujah. And you see, I posted, um, I posted a uh, um, snippet of the service last Sunday on my Instagram um, page, and, and um, someone said, it, said, saw it, a gentleman from the UK, you know, and he sent me a message, he commented, and he said, that purpose is not to gift passions and all of those, so those gifts must they be used in a church setting for them to be termed as you using them to fulfill purpose? And my response to him was very simple. No. No. The gifts does not or do not have to be necessarily used in a God, in a in church setting, like Brother Victor playing the keyboard or Sister Melissa or Sister um, 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 Maureen singing or whatever. No. No. You can choose to do it in any way you want to do it. Use it for whatever thing you want to use it for. Of course, yes, the primary reason is for the advancement of God's kingdom. But regardless of the platform that you're using to exhibit or to show forth your gift, one thing must be done. God must be glorified. Did you hear me now? So if you stand, you know, on your street right now, maybe you are gifted in playing guitar and you stand by your um, city junction or city center square and you, you know, you brought out your guitar with them um, um, and you begin to sing. I mean, that's not a church. You're just singing. But what you're singing must be something that edifies God. What you're doing at that point must be something that brings glory to God. So it does not necessarily have to be in a church setting. There are people who are gifted. And as a matter of fact, there is no way you'll be super gifted, you know, and be using your giftings, you know, on other platforms and not wanting to bring in the same gifting into God's business. I don't know if you get what I, uh, the, the point I just made right now. If you have that gift, if those outside, if you can use them, you know, outside, maybe you organize concert and all of all those stuff, you know, in your musical abilities and what, what have you, then what about the church of the Lord? Because that's actually your primary home. Primarily, that's where you belong. 
That's why you belong. Hallelujah. So your purpose is to know the light and to shine the light. Your purpose is to know God and to make God known. Your purpose is to know love and to share love. Hallelujah. Amen. Before I proceed further in the service this morning, I just want to quickly mention that we are starting what we call the PDL show. And that's premiering this Wednesday. PDL is Purpose Driven Life. So we started going forward on Wednesdays. We'll be having the, what we call the Lofty Heights PDL show. So we have um, representative from our connect groups. Each person from two connect groups would come into the studio. Uh, we would have a moderator who would moderate it. And they would just share um, you know, their experiences reading this book and things they've learned from church you know, about purpose and the need to discover them. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So your vehicle to, to purpose, that's the, sermon to the, um, the title of today's session or today's sermon. Vehicles to purpose. Your gift, talent, abilities, careers, they are all vehicles to purpose. So vehicles to purpose, because that's one of the things that many of us will be totally interested in. So what's vehicles? Our vehicles to purpose do not have to be, sorry, your vehicle to purpose is anything you have or blessed with through which you make God known. Which in essence, again, what the world describes as purpose. So those gifts, those carriers, they're vehicles. So when we say vehicles to purpose, we're simply talking about the natural abilities, the, the, the instincts, the creative ideas, everything that you have, anything, whatever thing it may be, so far it is good and it is godly, that you're using to make God known. So these are your gifts, your talents, your abilities, your passions, your careers, and even your potentials. Potentials are untapped energy. So those things, those thoughts, those potentials that you have that you have not maximized or you've not even on earth yet they are still they are still all part of what your vehicles to, to purpose are our vehicles to purpose do not have to also be in the grand things they don't have to be in the grand things i mean you don't have to be um to be uh, 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 um it does not have to be something so grand. Maybe like um, singing, like soccer, like um, um, drumming, like speaking. It does not have to necessarily be something so grand. Let me let you know. Your vehicle to purpose may be something as little as your mode of dressing. It can be something as little as the way you communicate. It may be something as little as your interpersonal relationship. It can be your vehicle to purpose. Everything, anything, so far it is good and it is godly that you can use, that you have to make God known is your vehicle to purpose. It's your vehicle to purpose. It may be your ability, I mean, you just dress it. You want to dress so well that someone would see you and want to know about your God. Oh, you look so fabulous today. Oh, whenever I see you, you look so great. Oh, you look so gorgeous. Oh, you look so beautiful. Whatever thing that you do, that you have, that brings God glory, is your vehicle to purpose. Again, it does not have to be in the grand things. It may be in the very little things. Your organizational skills, like my wife has it, it's one of our vehicles to purpose. So your ability to arrange things, to put things in order, to make sure everything is set, it's vehicles to purpose. Those of you who are very good, who, who, to, um, unto whom it comes naturally, you know, to, um, 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 to help other people. They help ministry, like we call it. It can be your vehicle to purpose. 
Those of you who like to be very accommodating, this one comes today, you cook for them, you make them comfortable, they leave. Another one comes tomorrow, you make the food available for them, they eat, and all of those. It can be your vehicle to purpose. It can be anything. Anything. It can be anything. So far it is good, and so far it is godly. Hallelujah. The dictionary defines vehicles. The dictionary defines vehicle as anything that is used for transporting people or goods. But this is the definition that I love about vehicle. But the dictionary further defines vehicle as a thing used to express, embody, or fulfill something. A vehicle is a thing used to express, or to embody, or to fulfill something. So your vehicle to purpose is that thing that you use to express, to embody, or to fulfill your purpose. How somebody is following me? How somebody is following me? So vehicle is a thing used to express or embody or fulfill something. That is a substance that helps to facilitate something. If that is what vehicle is, then your vehicle to purpose is simply that thing that you can use to express your purpose, to embody your purpose, or to fulfill your purpose. That's your vehicle to purpose. The same way you'd need a vehicle to move from one spot to another, it is the same way it is needed to get you to your destination as a journey to purpose. The same way you would not be able to move from this worship studio right now to downtown without some form of movement. It's either you walk or you ride a bicycle, you drive your car, or you fly. There is always a vehicle used. By vehicle, this time around, I'm not talking about, you know, uh, about cars specifically known. I'm talking about a tool or something that is used to express, to embody, or to fulfill something else. All right? So vehicle is not limited to the beautiful car that you have. That's not what I'm talking about. So to move from here, from this worship studio to downtown, you would need some form of vehicles. You would need some form or a form of movement, whatever form you want to take. Your leg can choose to be the movement, and you will trek from here to downtown. But except you move, you ain't going to go get your destination, which is downtown. Same thing with your vehicles to purpose. That vehicle is extremely very important if you desire to journey to purpose and you desire to fulfill purpose. Don't forget again, purpose is let, knowing God and letting God be known. Make, make, knowing God and making God known. That's what your purpose is. Fundamentally, Matthew 5, 13 to 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9, that you may show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Again, God did not spend his time creating you painstakingly just for the sake of your career. When he shed his blood on the cross of career, go Gotha over 2,000 years ago, he didn't die just for your career or for your talent or for your ability's sake. He died for your purpose. That purpose is to live for him, to worship him alone and alone for the rest of your life. As a matter of fact, God sent, the Father sent his son, Jesus, as a propitiation for your sin and my sins, so that he can become the reconciliator between us and the Father. That's how important this purpose thing is. And when you understand this, when you know it, your life is going to be so easy and so simple. 
you will not be running or rushing, doing things the way people are doing them. You would have a sense of direction. Hallelujah. So every God-given gift, I established this last week Sunday, and without that was the reason why the opening scripture I read this morning is Exodus 31, 1 to 6. Specifically, verse number 6 of Exodus 31 tells us that they will use, but that they will use the gift, the wisdom that he has given to them for that which he had commanded. And I established with us last week Sunday that every God-given gift has a God-ordained agenda. Every that, that's a revelation that hasn't left me. Every God-given gift has a God-ordained agenda. That thought in your heart, so far it is God who gave it to you. Don't think it's for your good alone. God has his own interest. And I did also establish with, with us the fact that every gift that we have, they've been entrusted into our hands. Not for our sakes. Yes, we're going to profit from them, but not necessarily or fundamentally for the purpose of self-profiting, but to profit or to make Jesus known. It's for the gains of heaven. If you read Exodus 31 verse 6 again, Bible says, And I, indeed I, I have appointed with him a holy of the son of Ahisamach of the tribe of Dan, and I put wisdom in the heart of all the gifted artisans, that they may make all that I have commanded you. God gave you your career not for your own profiting alone. He gave them to you in trust for his own sake. God has an agenda for every vehicle to purpose. Every vehicle to purpose that you have, God has an agenda for them. God has an agenda for it. So without driving the right vehicle to purpose, journeying to and arriving at purpose may be difficult. There are different forms of vehicles. Let's take a look at the regular vehicle right now. And by the way, yesterday God blessed another member with a vehicle. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. If that was driven to my compound again yesterday evening, you know, to be prayed over. Hallelujah. Father, we give you thanks for that vehicle. Amen. Now, let's take a look at the regular typical vehicle that we have. You have the Mercedes Benz, like Brother Samuel likes them. You have the um, um, Cadillac. You have the Jaguar. You have the Ford. You have the Toyota. You have all sorts of vehicles. You have all sorts of vehicles. The kind of vehicle. Do you know that it's been said that a man's personality can be deduced from the kind of vehicle that he drives? If you've seen people who love fast cars, uh, those ones that would have big silences and they will be disturbing the neighbor, it's a description of their personality. Oh, you don't know? I'm telling you the truth. It's a research done. The car, the way a man dresses, the way a man walks, the way he lives, what car he drives, the things, material possessions that he acquires are a reflection of his kind of personality. Maybe sometime to come, I'm going to teach you about personality type. Many of you don't even know what your... Maybe I will take it during this, maybe on a Wednesday, during this series personality type, the choleric, the melancholic, the sanguine. Some of you don't know. You don't even know what your personality type or trait is. You don't have an idea. Hallelujah. Amen. Please, can you give me keys? So without driving the right vehicle to purpose, journeying to purpose and arriving at purpose may, may be difficult. What am I saying in essence? Your vehicle to purpose is as important as your drive for, for purpose. In other words, Knowing what vehicle God has given you, you know, to achieving his purpose for your life on earth is as important as you 
working or fulfilling purpose in itself because without the right vehicle and i'd like you to please note this down you may want to take this down down again in your notes without driving the right vehicle to purpose without driving the right vehicle to purpose joining through and arriving at purpose may be difficult if you choose to use my own vehicle to drive your own purpose you may miss it I'm going to show you why. Your vehicle is yours. So as important as it is for you, your desire, your passion to fulfill purpose, to do all that God has created you to be, to become all that he has created you to be, to become much more, to do great things in life, you must understand and identify what vehicle or vehicles God has given you as regards your purpose. Your vehicle, my vehicle, may be different. We may all have numerous vehicles to purpose, but our purpose on earth will always remain one. You may want to take that down too. A man may have numerous vehicles to purpose, but his purpose would always remain one. So you may have tons of gifts. You are the same person who can do makeup, who cooks well. You are the same person who is very skilled in organization. You are the same person who is a fashionista. You are the same person who is super smart as an accountant, very intelligent, good with numbers. You are the same person doing all of all these things. All those things that you're doing, the purpose is still one. To making this king of glory, to making him known. So you may have numerous tons of vehicles to purpose. Your purpose would always remain one. You cannot take my own vehicle to run your own, your, your own purpose. You're going to miss it. In fact, you may have an accident. Amen. 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 So without driving the right vehicle to purpose, joining to purpose and arriving at purpose may be difficult. Oftentimes, when we don't know our vehicles to purpose, the journey to purpose is frustrated. And same thing with some of you watching me right now. You actually desire to do so much for God. But we ask you sometimes, where do you think you'll be able to serve in God's house? You say you don't know. It's because you've not fully understood what your vehicle or vehicles to purpose are. Many are frustrated in life, not just because of the inability to fulfill purpose, but because they don't know what their vehicles are. And many are also, in fact, you have two classes of people, some that do not know what vehicles, what the vehicles to purpose are, what the vehicles to purpose are, then you have on the other side those who are using the wrong vehicles to drive in their purpose. Listen. When you use the wrong vehicle to drive in your own purpose, the focus will then be on you, not on God. Because at that point, your mindset or your intention is not actually for God to be seen. It is because of the desire to be seen that has led you to be using other people's vehicles to your purpose. Think about this for instance. I told us that yesterday, God blessed somebody, one of us with a car. Because it's a brand new car, I mean, it's a new car rather, and I needed to open the trunk. I asked him to open the bonnet. Do you know it took him a little while before he could figure out where um, the button to open the, the bonnet of the vehicle was? Do you know? Do you know why that was so? Because that vehicle at that point, 
is nailed to him. It was not his prior to that period. Same way when you go, you use somebody else's car, you want to drive somebody else's car, you know what you always have to do? You'd, when you get in, especially if there is a difference in height or body size between you and the original owner of that vehicle, you know what you do? You begin to then readjust the side mirrors. You begin to readjust the chair. The chair. Thank you. You begin to readjust um, 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 what do you call the center screen. With the rear mirror, God bless you. You begin to readjust the rear mirror. You begin to readjust everything just to be able to fit in into that particular vehicle. But listen to me. When you understand your own vehicle to purpose, you won't have to be readjusting anything. You get into it and you drive off. Hallelujah. In your own vehicle, it's yours. I don't get into my vehicle right now and begin to readjust the mirror, begin to readjust this. Yes, I may want to tilt the chair sometimes, maybe just for the sake of my comfort and all of those, but I wouldn't have to be looking for so many things to get done. That's how unique your vehicle is. You wouldn't try to be fitting. As a young boy, as a teenager, would pick our parent vehicles, then would cruise it around town. Until one day like that we got to, we needed to, you know, put gas in the vehicle. And we actually didn't know which side, we got to the filling station, that was back home in Nigeria. We got to the filling station, we didn't know which side of the vehicle has a gas tank. If you've ever driven somebody else's vehicle before, and you needed to gas it, you perhaps would understand what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So oftentimes, we don't know, when we don't know, our vehicles to purpose. The journey to purpose is frustrated. And that is the reason why the people of the world, the psychologists, the philosophers, the motivational speakers, they keep telling you that your purpose is your gift, is your talent, is your passion, is your ability. Simply because they want to be able to erase that part of the frustration that comes with life. So when the vehicle to purpose is not known, frustration becomes inimitable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So your vehicle to purpose in this case, again, it's everything and anything that you're using to make God known. Your vehicle to purpose in this case is everything and anything you're using to shine your light. Knowing our vehicles to purpose is extremely important if we desire to journey to purpose safe and sound. Just like I said, you desire to journey to purpose safe and sound without accident. Knowing your vehicles to purpose is extremely very important. But let me say this to you. And please watch me and pay attention to this very well. I talked, explained the fact that vehicles to purpose are as good, as important as purpose itself. Because without, without the right vehicles or knowing what your vehicles are, that journey may become frustration. That journey may become super difficult. But you see, if vehicles to purpose are talent, abilities, gifts, natural things that everybody has, I need you to know this this morning. Every man on the face of the earth, provided he is given or she is given his or her life to Jesus, has an operation in his life or her life at least two vehicles of purpose. So let's assume that you've not discovered or you've not identified, you've not found the main vehicle. I describe this by saying 
primary vehicles and secondary vehicles. The primary vehicle to purpose that everyone has on earth, they are true. Faith and love. Every other vehicle that you have, they are hinged on these two vehicles. You have primary vehicle to purpose and you have secondary vehicles to purpose. Your primary vehicles to purpose as a believer is number one, your faith. Bible says that they that must worship the Lord must believe that he is and is a rewarder of them that, will, that diligently seek him. You cannot please God without faith. That gift that you have, that your primary, your secondary vehicle to purpose cannot, cannot be made manifest, cannot be fully, you know, amplified or, or maximized without you having faith. So your primary vehicle to purpose, number one of them is faith. Without faith, it is impossible to place God. You must know that. Number two, vehicle to purpose, primary vehicle to purpose is love. You can sing, you can dance, you can cook, you are accommodating. Oh, you are a, you're an accountant, you're a doctor, you're a nurse. Oh, you're an um, whatever career, whatever thing that you do. Without love, Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter number 13 from verse number 1, it says, without love, you are like a clashing cymbal. My vehicle to purpose right now is pastoring, to making God known through in the lives of those that God has sent my way. It doesn't matter how good I am as a pastor. If I lack love in my heart, that journey to purpose is useless. That's what I'm saying this morning. Every man, every believer has fundamentally on the minimum two vehicles to purpose. Everyone has those primary vehicles to purpose. That's faith and love. The people ask Jesus, of all the commandments that have been given, which one of them is the greatest? Then Jesus looked at them and said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. He says, This other one is like it. He says, Love your neighbor as yourself. He said, Outside this, there is no greater law. Because every other prophecy, every other law, hang on this particular law. Bible tells us faith, hope, and love. It says, but the greatest of the three is love. It doesn't matter what you do. You are a keyboardist. If you don't have faith in your heart, you don't have love in your heart, that journey to purpose is useless. You are an entrepreneur. You are using your entrepreneurial skill as one of your vehicles to purpose. Behind that, you must have faith and love. Love for God, love for yourself, and love for others. If these things aren't there, your journey to purpose will be a frustration. As a matter of fact, having, garnishing your secondary vehicle to purpose with faith and love makes you more appealing to people. Makes it easier for you to make God known. So you can have all the gifts, which I described as secondary vehicles. You can have all the gifts, you can have all the talent. You may be able to do multiple things. If you lack faith, if you lack love, the journey is useless. The journey is going to end in frustration. And I pray for you this morning that that is not going to be your portion.
Do you know that to, to rise in your workplace, to rise in your career, I mean to thrive, you know, at, 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 in your office, you need to be able to exemplify and to live and to work by love, even with your colleagues, including the ones that use the F word loosely and carefree. Including the ones who would come into the office, you know, reeking of cigarettes or marijuana or whatever. Including the ones who you know are addicted to all sorts of stuff. So please get this out of this sermon this morning. You may say, I don't know that grand vehicle to purpose that I have. But I'm saying to you this morning that you have minimum true. You have faith. And why would I say that you have faith? You have faith because I'm, I believe that you've given your life to Jesus. Bible tells us that by, 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 um, by faith we've been saved through grace. It says not of works lest any man should boast. So you had faith in, in Jesus to save you. Was the reason why you stepped forward. So you have that vehicle. That same faith that led you to your salvation, that same faith that made it possible for you to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in all the tongues, that same faith is still needed if your secondary vehicles to purpose must be what they should be. Then you have love. That was why when I led the worship this morning, we were singing that song, Jesus, Jesus. Those are songs that evoke the love of the Lord. If you worship here by now, you know that love is first a noun before a verb. At lofty height, love is not just an action word for us. Love for us is a person. Love is God. And because God is love, we ourselves, we are love. That's the reason why I do all I can to disciple and to train and to teach each and every one of you on the need to consistently walk in love. Hallelujah. So even when you are not conscious of your other vehicles to purpose, you must know that every true believer has on the minimum two vehicles to purpose. And these are faith and love. There is no way you can make God known or shine your light without these two accompanying whatever, whatever other vehicles to purpose that you have. In other words, there is no way you can... You can Place focus on your secondary vehicles to purpose and leave out your primary vehicles to purpose, which I call faith and love and wanting God to be known at the same time. It's not, it's not going to be possible. The moment faith and the love is taken off from, the, from, from, your, from your purpose journey, then what is left? That means God is no longer in the equation. If God is no longer in the equation, then you are not joining to purpose because purpose is to make God known. I remember last week Sunday I explained to us that people use chairs which are meant for sitting. They stand on it to be able to stretch their hand and be able to take something off the shelf or whatever. That they use that chair for that purpose does not mean that that is what the chair was created for. So you may say they are successful, they have money, they are very they are well known, they are this, they are that. Yes, they are all of all those things that you say that they are. But is that actually why God created them, fashioned them in his own image after his own likeness? Listen to this. As a matter of fact, the efficacy of other vehicles is hinged on these two primary vehicles. And this just struck me right now. Many are still struggling to identify 
their secondary vehicles to purpose because they've not received fully their primary vehicles to purpose. You've not received faith, salvation for your soul. You've not received the love. I put it this way. So in essence, every believer has primary vehicles to purpose, which are faith and love. And I say love is like a grease to the vehicle. While faith tells about the robustness or the strength of the engine of the vehicle. Love becomes like a grease. What does grease do? Grease makes something to move smoothly. That's what love is going to, is going to do for you. Every other vehicle to purpose, every secondary vehicle to purpose that you may have, the efficacy of those secondary vehicles, they are based on how, on how important and how there the primary vehicles to purpose are for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So for secondary purpose, we can see in the scripture tons of people. Tons of people. Bible, in fact, let me put it this way. Every character you can find in the scripture who made God known, they either used the primary vehicles to purpose or the secondary vehicles to purpose or a combination of, po of both vehicles. Your purpose journey becomes sweeter, becomes more exciting if you can learn how to marry your primary vehicles to purpose with your secondary vehicles to purpose. If you can marry them together, there is no one recorded in the, I mean, Bible tells us about Noah. Noah was a farmer. Yet God gave him a secondary vehicle to purpose to build an ark. Joseph's vehicle to purpose was interpretation of dreams. Your vehicle to purpose brings you before kings and not mean men. Your vehicles to purpose drive you into palaces. Yes, the intention is not for you to be seen, but to, for God to be seen. But there is no way, like I said last week Sunday, there is no way you would have the heart to making God be seen that he wouldn't let, let the world see you. When you make it your primary focus, your primary responsibility to always making him to be seen, making him known, he will make you known. You will not have to be doing hashtag this, hashtag that to trend. Hallelujah. Joseph's vehicle to purpose was the interpretation of dreams. Daniel's vehicle to purpose was the interpretation of dreams. Bible tells us in Exodus about Bezalel. Bible says that God has given him what? Ability for what? Artistic works. That was his vehicle to purpose. For Bezalel's secondary vehicle to purpose, artistic work, to become what it should be, then it would mean that behind that, Bezalel must also have had faith and the love. If he does not believe in God, he would not take on the abilities or the secondary vehicle that God has given to him. I mean, David, in the Bible, David's secondary vehicle to purpose was shepherding. Peter was a fisherman. Paul was a tent maker. Bible tells us in Acts 18 verses 1 to 4, there is no time I would have loved to read that. Bible tells us in Acts 18 verse 1 to 4, Bible says that he stayed in the house of a particular couple. He says because they share the same occupation. So he rubbed minds with them. And because he was there with them, Bible tells us that he would go into the synagogue. Literally, after this, since Paul departed from Athens and went to Corinth, and he found a certain Jew named Aquila, 
born in Pontius, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome, and he came to them. Verse 3. So, because he was of the same trade, no one is vehiculous. Did you hear me? As concerning your purpose, there is no one who is stranded. Everyone's got one vehicle or, um, or another. So because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked. For by occupation, they were what? They were tent makers. Verse 4, see what he then does. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded both the Jews and Gentiles. That tent making, after his conversion, he began to use that profession as an opportunity to win more souls for the kingdom of the Lord. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Our God, our Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, what Jesus was, was a carpenter's son. So now you know that everyone has vehicles. On the minimum, you have two. But the focus as we continue, this is going to be the part one of this message. Next Sunday, I'm going to be sharing the part two. The focus is actually to help you realize what your secondary vehicles are. I'm assuming that you've given your life to Jesus, so you have the faith, you have the love. But becoming conscious of it is yet another thing. And now by this message, this morning, you should be more conscious of what you have. Hallelujah. So now, for the, uh, finally this morning, as I bring the service to a close. What will knowing your vehicles do to you? Why? Somebody's there right now saying, why must I know what my vehicle to purpose is? Why must I know what my vehicle to purpose are? Why do I need to know? What will be the effect in my life or in my journey to purpose if I know what my vehicles are? Number one, you need your vehicles to be able to fulfill purpose itself. Without the vehicle, there is no way you can journey to purpose. Or without the right vehicle, the journey to purpose will become a frustration. Except you have the right vehicle. So fundamentally, number one, your vehicles to purpose, that's your passion, your gift, your talent, your career, everything that you can do, things that come to you naturally. It's a vehicle. Your ability to speak. You just love looking good. It's a vehicle. You just love people like I do. It's a vehicle. And yes, let me say this. We that are incurably people's lovers, our hearts are broken many times. So, <laughs> Our hearts are broken many times. But you see, the joy in that is that you would not allow somebody else's mess to affect tons of other people that God has sent your way. It's good to be a people's lover. That's why one of the reasons why I love my life. If you have a problem with me, with all sense of modesty, you perhaps will be the problem. <laughs> I'm telling you, you perhaps will be the problem. You and this is not, you know, trying to blow trumpet or anything. It's the truth. I do all that I can. You know, in terms of relationship, I may not be good at many other things, but in terms of relationship. I teach this, I train this, and I do all that I can to practice it. If I hurt you in any way, trust me, it's not intentional. If you've ever feel hurt, or felt hurt rather, by me, you can be certain that pastor was not aware. Maybe I said something that didn't go down well with you, you can be certain that it was not intentional. So please, you may want to forgive me. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And if you don't forgive me, Jesus has forgiven me. 
And that's what matters. Amen. Glory to Jesus. So number one, to fulfill purpose. Number two, what does knowing your vehicle to purpose do to you? It makes your journey easy and fast. Knowing the right vehicles to your purpose would help you to be able to gain speed. In John chapter number 15 verse 7, Bible tells us, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, you would ask anything in my name and it will be granted unto you. So knowing what your vehicles to purpose are makes your journey to purpose easy and fast. You gain speed. The psalmist says, I have more understanding than my teachers because your word is my meditation. So being on the right track, knowing that exactly which God has given you or gifted you abilities for, causes you to gain speed in life. Number three, what knowing your vehicles to purpose will do to you? It will reveal your own uniqueness to you. Like I shared earlier on, every vehicle to purpose that you have, especially secondary to vehicle, uh, secondary vehicles to purpose, they are unique to you. Your vehicle to purpose is actually your identity. Did you hear me? Your vehicle to purpose is actually your identity. So now, vehicle to purpose right now for me, pastoring. That's my identity. You know me as a pastor. Brasamo sings. That's his first vehicle to purpose. So your vehicle is your identity. Our uniqueness are not even found in our purpose itself. Did you hear me? Our uniqueness, they are not even found in purpose itself, but in our vehicles to purpose. Isn't that profound? Your uniqueness is not actually found in your purpose itself. But in the vehicles to purpose. Why did I say that? Because our purposes are the same. Everyone's purpose is the same. To make God known. So your purpose is not different from my own. My purpose in life is not different from yours. Our uniqueness is in our vehicles to purpose. Not actually in our purpose. What would differentiate you and I from one another is the tool, the means by which we are achieving or walking in purpose. Our purposes are all the same. But our vehicles, that is, our journey to purpose are different. And that was why I also stated earlier on, a man may have numerous vehicles to purpose, but his purpose on earth would always remain one. And that purpose is to make God known. Our uniqueness or our uniqueness, they are not or it is not in our purpose itself. They are in our vehicles to purpose. That's what makes us unique. That's why you need to understand outside your primary vehicles to purpose, what are the secondary vehicles of purpose that God has blessed you with. That's where your uniqueness lies. No matter how much I try, I cannot be a doctor. Yes, I know all things are possible and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But I'm not even willing to be. How can I be reading like Sister Jay is always reading, 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 reading? No, I love my life the way it is. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me read only the scripture and be preaching the message. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sister Jay, receive grace to read more. Amen. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Or like uh, brother, brother Joshua, no Sonia. Ah no! Every time you call that one, Pastor, I have an exam. Pastor, I have an exam. Pastor, I have the. Pastor, I have a table. Ah, come on. <laughs> Amen. So our purpose, our uniqueness, is not actually in our purpose. Our uniqueness is actually found in our vehicles to purpose. The purpose is all the same. The vehicles are different. Everything you find in the Scripture, 
point into just one thing the purpose but the means and ways by which everyone went about them were different and that's exactly what i'm saying so number four why do i need to know my vehicle to purpose it brings personal fulfillment it brings joy and hope give me isaiah 52 verse 7 understanding knowing your vehicle to purpose brings fulfillment to you every time you know I, i'm done preaching the word or preaching to people i feel so fulfilled maybe it's just to encourage somebody on the phone i feel super fulfilled i feel super blessed in my career i love what i do that's why there is no struggle understanding your vehicle to purpose takes away struggles from you work will become as play to you and that's god's desire that work will not become work to you but work will become as natural as play when you know what your vehicles are one of my vehicles is human resourcing hr that's what i do in my capacity as a learning and development consultant or learning and performance consultant, I don't struggle. I don't get up in the morning and be, eh, it's another Monday. Eh, there is so much to do today. Eh, no, I go to my work joyful. Are there days that I'm overwhelmed with workloads? Oh, yes, there are days like that. But even in spite of those overwhelming days, I know that I know that this that I'm doing right now, God gave this gift to me, human resourcing. So knowing your vehicles to purpose cast off restrictions, it takes them off. You need to be passionate about doctor, I mean, uh, medicine for all of all those things, for you to be, to say that you truly want to go into it. Otherwise, you may fall by the wayside. Hallelujah. So it brings personal fulfillment. Bible says in Isaiah 52 verse 7, it says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. How beautiful upon the mountain. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. How beautiful. It brings personal fulfillment. Yes, there will be times when your body will be overworked and overstretched. Let me say this. If you are consistently always complaining about your career, about what you do, it's most certain that you are in the wrong vehicle to purpose. And as you journey through this month and into the next month, by God's grace, I will be helping you to sin where you should actually be and what you should actually be doing when you find that which you which you should be doing work will become as natural as play there will be no stress there will be no stress hallelujah and the last thing that knowing what your purpose is and your vehicle to purpose will do for you you become an inspiration to others people see you and they want to be like you Oh, you're an accountant, very studious, very intelligent, very smart, number-wise. People see you, they want to be like you. I perceive my, my spirit to just quickly release a word of prayer. Thank you, Father. I pray for everyone connected to this service right now, everyone watching me, who is struggling in their careers. I declare that the Lord is going to comfort you in the name of Jesus. You're tired of the job, you're tired of the career path, but you don't know what to do. I pray for you this morning in the name of Jesus that clarity comes your way. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that the Lord will give you the courage and the boldness to take the decisions that will lead you into the right vehicle to purpose in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that every door shut against you, against your, 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 your desired, your passionate vehicle to purpose, every door shut, they are open right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare this word by the Spirit of the Lord and I declare in the name of Jesus, the Lord will bring them to perfection in your life in the name of Jesus. That person who has um, uh, a supervisor or a boss who's been frustrating your life or work, I pray for you this morning in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ that let the stone the builder rejected become the chief cornerstone in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I declare that you are clothed with favor, you are clothed with glory in the name of Jesus. For no just cause, for no reason, anyone who sees you right now will see not you but the glory of the Lord. And they will be compelled to favor you in the mighty name of Jesus. Anyone who is against your progress in life, may the Lord take them off the way in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. If you receive that this morning, shout, I receive it. Amen. You can type, I receive it on your social media status. I mean, social media, whatever platform you're watching us from. So it causes you, it helps you to become an inspiration to others. That's the fifth reason why you need to know what your vehicles to purpose are. Number one is to fulfill purpose. Number two is to make your journey easy and fast. It causes you to gain speed. Number three is to reveal your own uniqueness to you. Number four is that it brings you personal fulfillment. Number five is that you're able to become an inspiration to others. So you become like that kind of a person that others see and they want to be like. I just need us to quickly know this morning, as I bring the service to a close now, a man may have numerous vehicles to purpose, but his purpose will forever remain one. Listen to this. No vehicle to purpose is better than another. Did you, did you hear me? Did you hear me? Did you hear me? My vehicle is pastoring. My vehicle is speaking. My vehicle is HR. It's not better than the vehicle of um, my wife who is an administrator, um, a customer service person, and a, a, an organizational skill expert. It doesn't matter. There is no vehicle to purpose that is better than another. Bible tells us that God has given unto each and every one according to the measure of his own giftings and ability. Next week Sunday, I'm going to be sharing the part two of this message and I'll be sharing with you how to know your vehicle to purpose. If you receive that word this morning, could you please celebrate Jesus? Come on, celebrate Jesus, celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. At a lofty height, we don't like bringing our services to a close without giving someone an opportunity to have a relationship with Jesus. So you're watching me right now. You've not accepted Jesus as a personal Lord and Savior. That means that you don't even have the primary vehicle to purpose, faith, and the love at operation in your life. And you'd like me to lead you in prayers. I need you to just say after me, Dear Father, this morning, I thank you for your word that has come forth to me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for loving me so deeply. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Please save me, rescue me, deliver me from the lust and the desires of the flesh, and make me crave and thirst after you and you alone. I declare, Father, that from this moment, I am yours and yours alone. We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you. 
We honor you and we celebrate you.